The Apple mystery has not been solved, but it seems to be resolving itself. I love that Apple is one of those companies, much like Instagram, much like Facebook, that is so giant that when something bad happens, you're pretty much just at their mercy. Yeah. Like no one really knows people that work at those companies. Right. Like, no, they don't have any, you know, they have some generic whatever. They don't have phone numbers. You can't yeah. just, it's like trade secrets. Getting a phone number or a direct contact is like having the trade secret to the Coca-Cola formula. You know what I mean? It's like they just, it's just this whole it just doesn't exist. I submitted a, a like a support thing on their website. It, it here's what happened, and I th I don't remember. How's I don't, their customer service and stuff like that? Is it like Instagram where you get a no, generic email like three days later? For podcasters, it's actually pretty good. Oh, okay. However, they just ran an update. I can't remember how much I explained yesterday on the show. So if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. But uh, obviously, it's been top of mind for. 48 hours now, but they did an update earlier this week to their podcasting platform. There were a whole bunch of number two things happened as far as I can tell. One, there were a whole bunch of bugs and two, every podcaster on planet earth has their podcast on Apple. So they immediately tried to log in and see the new technology and that messed up the whole system. If you're if you're an IT person and your company's going through an upgrade, you know, like I have at my corporate job, right? You expect there to be a couple flaws and your team is ready to go because they know when you do an update, stuff happens, people get kicked offline, there's going to be assistants calling the next day to fix stuff. They're Apple. Do you know what I mean? Like how do that is just crazy to me that that even happens. Like these people are like the smart, some of the smartest people in the universe. I think they just underestimate how many people would be accessing it at the same time. So I'm imagining, and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm imagining there were a few bugs in the system and then they got overwhelmed by everybody logging in and that jammed up the system. And then they've probably got to untangle that knot. I would like to be on the fly on the wall on like the team that handles that kind of stuff. Cause that'd be so interesting. Yeah. So anyways, I, I, as far as I can tell, I don't know. I won't know until I look at the numbers. If I even want to look at the numbers, I think you don't. Um, but as far as I can tell, it seems like, the show and the missing shows are starting to reappear for people. Um, I've put a bunch of links on my Instagram to Spotify and iHeart and Pandora and Amazon Music. And you can even tell your smart speaker to play our show. So I, I gave a bunch of options that way. Hopefully that helped. I shared the Spotify link in our Facebook group. So hopefully that helped. And yeah, so hopefully this is now resolving itself but thank you for, for your patience. Now, that blah stuff aside, let's get to the good stuff. We have two birthdays that we need to acknowledge, members of the Upside community. Um, the first is Tate. Happy birthday, Tate. I believe Tate is 15, listens with his mom, or is turning 15, listens with his mom every single day, and she left us multiple messages to make sure that we said happy birthday to Tate. So. Well, Tate, don't forget when you start driving to keep listening while you're in the car, you yeah. can take us with you. Because the rule is 
the driver of the car controls the audio, right? Well, that's for 15. But when he's 16, his mom will be listening in a separate car, you know, sometimes like he'll oh, be without yeah. her. So that's like, you know, yep, that's two different listeners instead of one. And tomorrow on Saturday, Lily Rose is celebrating a birthday. So happy birthday, Tate and Lily Rose. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Uh, My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for everyone who took whatever extra step was necessary to find our show somewhere else, whether it was Spotify or Pandora or your smart speaker or whatever you did. Thank you for doing that. It means a lot. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our business. It is our Friday 1 to 10 check-in. Check in, Jeff's check-in. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, Jeff, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you? Um, I am... Hmm. I am maybe a seven. It's been the last half of this week has been really busy, not in a bad way, in a good way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've been productive, but, but the Apple thing has really sucked a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Like the Apple thing has just been so front of mind because well, and it's terrible timing also because Amy. we were on Amy's podcast yes. and then people, if they were trying to come over here, may have been like, this podcast doesn't exist. And they're like, oh, did I mishear it? Yeah. And so I, I feel bad. What being, was that noise? Uh, uh, <coughs> <laughs> it was like me trying to clear my throat. And that <laughs> That's uh, weird. Uh, I feel bad that I'm only a seven, it, but... Because there's so much, there's so much to be grateful for this past week, um, and there's so much going on that's all positive. But this was the the whole week was just a little overwhelming. So the good news about the type of seven is I that you don't I have am, to feel bad about yeah your number. Like you are what you are, and it is totally valid to feel whatever number that you are. And it. But it's the type of seven that can go away pretty quickly. Like I can wake up tomorrow morning and be a 10. Like, yeah, it, it, so I'm not concerned about it. How are you? I am about a seven, I think. Cool. Team seven. Team seven. How's your anxiety over the past couple of weeks? It's really weird. I think I'm at, I was thinking about this yesterday, actually, because I have a meeting with my psychiatrist next week. And I need to tell her like she's going to ask for a progress update. So I need to be able to like verbalize how I feel, which is really hard when they're not emotions. You know what I mean? It's like verbalizing literally how you feel, like physically how you feel. And it's weird to try to do that. Um, I feel like my life the past couple of weeks when I was crying on her show I was at like a four. Yep. I feel like I'm at a pretty consistent six, but there are days I'm fours and there are days where like I'm a seven. So I haven't hit an eight, nine or 10. I don't think. Have you had an eight, nine or 10 moment? No. Oh, okay. 
And that's what really bothers me, I think, is there's just still this underlying weight or I feel, I don't feel as on edge, but I still feel like I'm on a cliff. Got it. If that makes sense. So you're, just, you're on the cliff. You're just not standing with your toes over, over the, the over the lip. Yeah. So it's been, it's a weird thing. And again, you know, I'm in the middle of like trying to figure out medications and it's also kind of complicated by the fact that, you know, we're not done having kids yet and we're working around, I'm not pregnant, but, um, we're working around the pregnancy thing because what we don't want to do is get me on medications that I would have to go off of cold Turkey if right. I did get pregnant, like whenever we start trying. So it would be a short term fix. And then I would have to go off of it again for a long period of time. And I don't think that that is super healthy. So it, I'm hoping that I'm not, when I talk to her, that I'm not going to hear that I just kind of have to tough it out until we're done having kids. Oh, she won't say that. But I just feel I'm so ready to feel joy, especially with, you know, summer and the pretty weather and like we're going to the beach. Like I, you know, I just I want to feel joy. Want to feel joy. That sucks. So um, I feel I'm proud of you, though, for being a seven, despite that feeling of lack of joy. I mean, I feel grateful, but I don't feel joyous. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like. I have the ability to say, oh, wow, I really like sitting on this patio or, oh, wow, I really like hanging out with Jeff or, oh, my gosh, Ellie looks so cute. I love her so much. But still, I feel like You're, in my like rib cage is a feeling of panic. You are you feel happy at where you at what your life is bringing you, but you don't feel happy about life. No. I don't. Is that did I well? Say? No, that's not really accurate because I do feel I'm like, so excited about life right now, and so many things are going well, and and being a mom is so cool, and our business is in a super cool place right now, and I feel so fulfilled in that way. It's it's hard to explain. It just feels like there's a gray cloud that keeps blocking some of the sun and I'm like, go away. Yeah. Like I'm happy. I want to be happy right now. You know, I want to. So you're in a weird spot. So I'll try to explain it again. You're in a weird spot where you recognize how happy you should be. You're just not, it's almost like it's just out of reach. Kind of. Like when it's you, like, like when you I, drop it's more something. like the sun thing or like an eclipse. Like I'm mostly happy, but there's still a dark spot covering the rest of my happy and I hate it. Yeah. It's this underlying thing. It's okay. very odd to well, try to explain. I'm this I'm, stuff. I'm over two, so I'm not going to take another shot. At yeah, it. maybe we. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, good luck with it. Should you move up your appointment with your doctor? No, it's not that bad. Like I'm okay. not at the edge of the <clears throat> cliff. I think if you're someone that is, I don't want to scare anyone off of trying to start medications, but I want you to know realistically that sometimes it can be a process and this is part of the process and you have to know that going into it because it's not fun. Got it's it. not fun. This, the same way that we score ourselves on a scale of, of one to 10 every week, like we assign a value to it, uh, this next idea that I have falls in that vein. It involves assigning a value to something. Okay. Okay. 
and this came about from a conversation I was having with somebody yesterday where we were talking about, you know, in the grocery stores over by like the salad stuff or whatever, you can buy pre-cut fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to make um, fajitas, you can find a, a thing, a plastic container of, of bell peppers with onions that have already been chopped and they're in a plastic container. And all you do is you bring them home and you put them in the skillet and you season them and that's your whatever. You don't have to cut the peppers. And the reason it came up is because somebody remarked that they would never, why would I pay for that? Like I can get three peppers and I'm making up prices because I'm not exactly sure what a pepper cost, but I can get three peppers for $4.50 and then spend 15 minutes cutting them up, 10 minutes cutting mm -hmm. them up, right? Or I can spend $6 and get them all cut up. Why would I give the store an extra $1.50 to do something that I can do in 15 minutes? Would you like me to answer that question? I don't. Or is it rhetorical? It was kind of rhetorical, but now oh, I'm curious. I was going to say, because your time is valuable. Yes. That leads me to, to this discussion that came up. The, the person I was talking to defended this practice to her, her husband, I think it was, by saying, I'm going to spend a dollar more or a dollar 50 more to have them cut up which would take me 10 minutes. If you extrapolate that and do the math, that means that it cost me, it would cost me $6 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm paying a dollar more to save 10 minutes worth of work. That works out to be $6 an hour. My time is far more valuable than $6 an hour. There's something else that I could be doing with that time that would make a bigger contribution to my life. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, it's worth it. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And she said, yes, I had a mentor suggest that I assign an hourly rate to my existence. Oh, I love that. So what is your time worth? How much money should you be making per hour and use that to justify paying extra for things. And it's, I know there are people I'm, there are things that I won't spend extra money on just because I don't know, it's in my being. Like, I don't want to be wasteful or I don't want to do this or whatever. But if you, if you sat down and did the math, how much money are you really saving and in the time value of that money, what could you be doing with that that might actually be more economically sound? A few years ago, I didn't adapt that exact same, like I didn't assign an hourly value, which by the way, I think is incredibly smart, but I did assign a value of what could I be getting done in the time that I would spend doing this yes. and which one is more worth it. Right. You know what I mean? So I started assigning value to things in my life of, you know, just that, just that. Is this worth my time? Because it's going to take me X amount of time. We used to cook dinner. This is a great one. You're probably when Jeff still had a job, we would rush to cook dinner 
every single night and it would be a rush. It would be a thing. And we'd chop everything and do the whole thing or whatever. And we realized it was actually funny enough after starting with dinner affair, like Jeff was endorsing him at them at, at Star 84 at the time that we can have that done in 10 minutes. Why yeah. are we spending an hour and a half every night trying to get dinner on the table when we could also be getting ready for our day tomorrow, um, preparing for, taking the, you know, work, taking, taking the, the garbage dogs, out, taking the dogs, taking the dogs, for, dogs a for a walk, hanging out with each other, spending, quali- you know what I mean? Like the value of that. Not to mention the time that you would spend at the grocery store and all that other stuff. Yeah. So the, the point of the whole thing is, I don't think enough of it. I certainly never sat down and thought about extrapolating things out mm-hmm. to realize just how much money I was really saving. It's it's kind of like driving to a gas station that's 10 minutes away because the gas is three yes. cents lower a gallon. Like between the time it takes you to get there and the gas that you're going to spend getting there, your net profit's going to be a quarter. Or- it might be depending on where you live and what the situation is, you might actually be losing money. Right. Doing that. So, yeah. So I think it's just along so the smart. same lines of the one to 10 scale. I think it's cool to actually try to assess an hourly rate for your time Love that. and use that to measure what you're spending your money on. Okay. You brought this up on the show last week. And I thought it was a great idea. So I have prepared for you, Callie, a quiz. Okay. Simple quiz. Five questions long. Okay. I'm going to list off the ingredients. You tell me what cocktail it makes. Oh, boy. And may I say, can I tell the original idea for this or where this was born from? Yeah. This was born from some at some point this week, I think it was Monday was like national amaretto day or something. And Jeff and I were like, I don't even know what amaretto is. And then I was like, you know what? I used to order amaretto sours at the bar because I could say the name of it. So it sounded cool. And I didn't know what was in it. Like for example, I've ordered long Island iced teas. Couldn't tell you what's in those. I've ordered mudslides. Don't know what's in them. No clue, but I could say them and they looked cool on the menu. So I was like, I will have that in college. All right, here's your first one. But I don't drink liquor, so this is going to be hard. Such um, Vodka, cranberry juice, Cointreau, and lime. What's Cointreau? It's a liqueur. Vodka, cranberry? Vodka, cranberry. I think that's where the vodka cranberry ends. Oh, I didn't know. You could Quant- have a fancy. Cointreau. I don't know. What and lime. I have no idea. That's a cosmopolitan. Oh, is it? Yeah. Bourbon, lemon juice, and then simple syrup or maple syrup, depending on how fancy you want to be. A whiskey sour? That's correct. Woohoo! Number three, fresh mint, lime juice, rum, and simple syrup. I don't know. Big summertime drink. Big summertime drink. Mint, lime juice, rum, simple syrup. Well, I thought it was a mojito, but that's not rum. Is yeah, it? mojito. That's right. I thought I thought mojito was like with vodka. Uh-uh. Mojito's rum. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I got two more. Vodka, ginger beer, lime juice. 
Oh my gosh, this is going to drive me nuts because we used to drink these all the time, didn't yep. we? We used to make them at the lake. I don't think either one of us ever made one, but we had the ingredients oh at gosh. the lake and people would make them for us. I don't know. Vodka, ginger beer, lime juice, often served in a copper mug. I know exactly what it is, and I, but I don't know the name. That's a Moscow mule. Oh, yeah. I knew that. All right. And here's the last one. Vodka, rum, gin, tequila, triple sec, sweet and sour, splash of Coke, and a slice of lemon. Long Island iced tea. That's right. <laughs> we talk about micro anxieties a lot on the show, and there is nothing more distracting or irritating consistently throughout your day than when your shoes are rubbing your feet. That's why I love Rothy's shoes. I can slip on my Rothy's shoes as soon as they arrive at my doorstep and I will never feel discomfort in them. I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's shoes and I can tell you that I have taken a pair of shoes, brand new Rothy's, out of the box, worn them for an entire work day, running around like crazy on my feet. I do not feel any pain. I am in comfort all day when I'm wearing these to work. I highly recommend them, not only for their comfort, but also for their amazing styles. They have all sorts of cute styles, anything that you could really think of. My personal favorite is the sneaker style, and I have a really cute animal print in that one, and I am a soon-to-be owner of the gray camo that are so cute. I love them. You are going to love them too. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you qualify. Service is available worldwide. So wherever you're listening to The Upside, BetterHelp can be there for you. And they have got a broad range of experts ready to talk to you and help you out. A lot of them are local, so you can end up talking to somebody in your state, if that's your preference. BetterHelp can help you with anxiety and trauma, sleeping issues, anger, self-esteem, depression. Anything you share with BetterHelp counselors is completely confidential. It is affordable. Everything is professional and it's so private. You don't have to go sit in an awkward waiting room looking at other people who are going in for their therapy, trying to figure out what they're talking to their counselor about because you know they're looking at you trying to figure out what you're talking to your counselor about. It's not like that. You can take your BetterHelp appointment wherever it's convenient for you. I want you to start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Mother's Day is inching closer and closer and closer. And I don't know about you, but every year I go through the motions of, okay, do I get her flowers? Do I get her? What do I get her? And I feel like for a while I was getting in a habit of getting her the same thing over and over and over, which I'm sure she appreciates. But I want to give you the best mother's 
day gift ever that will blow her mind and will mean so much to both of you. Let me introduce you to StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps the mother figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. So here's what they do. Every week, StoryWorth is going to send the mother in your life a prompt. It'll ask her about her life or her memories or whatever, and she'll answer them. StoryWorth is going to collect those for an entire year. And then at the end of the year, they will turn that into a book, a keepsake book and ship it to you for free. You can also order those for everyone in your family if you want to. And it's such a great way to preserve memories and to get your mom's or the mother figure in your life's words down in a book that you will cherish forever. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off. Today's quote of the day. If you give up every time someone offends you, you will never survive. I have a beautiful human alert, but this week it's anonymous. Okay. An anonymous, beautiful human. An anonymous, beautiful what, human. What did he or she do? They paid off all the adoption fees. This is in Florida at the Halifax Humane Society. So they walked in there and they said, I want to pay for all of the pending adoptions that are going to happen. Paid for all of it. Apparently, this person had invested in cryptocurrency, which I think has been in the news a lot because it was so high. Yeah. And... I would assume got out. That's how it works. Made a bunch of money and they decided, you know what? I want to go to the Humane Society and pay all the adoption fees. I get it. You know, we'll talk more about this next week, but I am such a curse when it comes to any sort of investment because. I think you're a curse because of your energy. Maybe. All right. But let's make a note to talk about this next week because I lost money on cryptocurrency this week and I'm and it's. Uh, do we need to talk about how much this was? We'll talk about it next week. Uh, okay. So anonymous, you're a beautiful human. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and company jewelers. Of course, we start on Friday with the food holidays next week. National pretzel day is Monday. National prime rib day is Tuesday. National blueberry pie day is Wednesday. National shrimp scampi day is Thursday. Hmm. Friday National Oatmeal Cookie Day, which is good. I'm into that minus the raisins. Friday is also National Raisin Day. Oh, Saturday. Raisins just can't leave any good thing alone. Saturday is nothing of importance. And then Sunday, National Lemonade Day. Uh, okay, here are the official three random things. If your bathroom smells like a waste treatment plant, don't run and blame the guy in your house. You can actually have a leak of sewer gas, which could contain potentially explosive components such as hydrogen sulfide uh, and methane. If you have a sink in your bathroom or a shower or anything that has uh, a drain that isn't used often, hmm. there's a U-shaped trap under there, which holds a small amount of water that normally blocks sewer gas from coming back up into the house. But if that water evaporates, oh, sewer gas can get right in your house. Interesting. Yep. Uh, number two of my random things. Uh, if you're a person who drinks that bubba tea or that, yeah, boba tea or that bubble mm -hmm. tea, there's actually a boba shortage. 
So stock up along with ketchup packets, I guess. And chicken wings. Um, and then this one right here is just for the uh, 10 and 12-year-old boys that listen to this show and 11-year-olds. Okay? Okay. Just for you guys. Uh, here is a mystery that has never been solved. Astronauts cannot burp in zero gravity, but they can fart. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Amy Purdy was so kind and so selfless and so generous to allow us to host her show on Monday. And she did such a great job all week long promoting us and sharing about our show and telling people to listen and all of that stuff. So terrific. I have asked her now twice for her address so we can send her a thank you gift. Mm -hmm. And by the way, yesterday we got a thank you gift from her. We got um, a little like succulent yeah. plant. So cute. So nice. So thoughtful. I've asked her twice for her address and twice she's ignored the question. So... Have you um, asked her producer? No. Yeah, maybe email her producer. But I've asked her directly and she hasn't shared it, so. Well, maybe you should ask what's the best mailing address for you? Cause she may have an agent or something that she prefers to I, get stuff exactly, through. I've done this before, boo. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. And she's blown it off twice. Email the producer. All right, I'll do that. If the email, if the producer doesn't answer my email or ignores my email, I'm just going to assume that they don't want anything. But I would love to send her something as a thank you. I want to send her a pair of Hope earrings. Oh, yes. Right? And a Keep Moving Forward t-shirt. Yeah. From the Callie and Jeff store. Yep. Yes. So much yes. All right. Now I'm going to go ask her for her address again. And I'll ask her producer. Hi, Kelly and Jess. This is Loris. I'm absolutely dying. I finally listened to yesterday's message when you were talking about languishing Linda and Larry. And it's so funny that you happen to pick those names because that's the names of my parents. They are Larry and Linda. And <laughs> I just, yes, Linda is languishing in this pandemic. And I'd say Larry is too. But it was just funny that there were such random names and that... I laughed when you said Larry, and then when you said Linda too, I was just, it just struck a funny, it struck a funny note in me. So thanks for the laugh, even though it wasn't really a laughing matter. Um, have a good day. Bye. One of my hopes for my baby Ellie is that she has more musical talent than either Callie or I, because neither one of us have really any musical gifts to speak of. But wouldn't it be great if... Ellie was just like this prodigy and somehow a musical gene got passed down that we didn't even know we had. I mean, I know, actually, I take that back. I know my grandfather was in a band. My dad's dad was in a band. He played banjo. What if Ellie had that gift? And what if I could use a Kiwi Co crate to bring that gift out? I'm hoping that happens because when she turns three, they have these next line of gifts right now or crates. Right now she's in a panda crate or it's the koala crates. And I know that one of the koala crates involves building musical instruments. I think I saw a xylophone. 
And how great would it be if her and I made a xylophone together and then she became some xylophone prodigy, some gifted percussionist, and it all started at age three. That's the magic of KiwiCo. They look like toys. They look like things you're playing with. But what's happening is your kid's mind is learning. He's innovating or she's innovating and she's being creative or he's being creative. And it's all getting those wires firing in the brain. You could give that gift to your child or to a young person in your life with KiwiCo. There's no telling what a KiwiCo kid can do. Kickstart curiosity, creation, and innovation in kids today, and they'll discover a brighter tomorrow. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KIWICO.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE. Hey guys, this is Rachel from Atlanta, Georgia. I was just listening to the episode and listening to Jeff talking about manifesting and speaking to the universe as if it was a smart device. Like, hey, smart device, bring me abundance today. When you are manifesting, if you say bring me, then you are implying lack of. Therefore, the vibration you just put in the universe is that you have a lack of abundance. So when you are manifesting, you want to tell the universe, thank you for what you want. For example, thank you, universe, for bringing me all this abundance to allow me to purchase a new home. Or thank you, universe, for all the abundance I have in my life that allows me to take care of my family. Never put into the universe what you want because then you are putting out a vibration of lack. Put into the universe that you're thankful for whatever it is that you think you need because your vibration follows. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Kimberly. I'm listening to episode 546. And Callie just talked about my local bar where we have drinks often and are friends with the owner about the code words for women posted in the bathroom. The first time I saw that, I was so impressed and thankful that they've set up a situation like that where girls can report things without feeling uncomfortable. Um, I just think that's awesome, and I'm so glad to hear you guys talk about it. Thanks a lot. Callie, this message is for you. You're talking about your shopping experience at the store, and I could not agree more, especially after this year of not shopping. Um, I went into a boutique for the first time in a long time a few weeks ago, and the minute I walked in, you know, they were very welcoming, you know, welcome into our store, but it was, do you have an event? Where are you going? Are you looking for anything? What can I get you? And it's just, I was just trying to browse and do my own thing. And then, of course, I picked some things out to try on, and the lady took them to the dressing room, which was great. But then I get into the dressing room, and there's all of these other items that I had already seen in the store. I obviously didn't pick them for a reason. And I feel like at this point, I would just rather shop online and order multiple sizes and have them sent to my house. And I I think retailers, yes, customer service is important, but I think the narrative could stop at, hi, welcome to our store. Please let me know if you need any assistance. And that would ease up the stress of it. It's almost more stressful, I feel like. I'd rather go buy a car or something. I don't know. I'm not going back into that store. It was so pushy. Okay, bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? 
And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.